You're listening to Veg Your Best. There has never been a more important time to be vegan. At Veg Your Best, I want to help you. I want to help you limit and eliminate the consumption of animal products without feeling deprived, overwhelmed, or unsupported, even if no one you know is vegan. My name's Michelle Olander. I'm a life coach. And I know that if I could go vegan in my 50s, with all my excuses, I know you can start moving in that direction too. Veg your best, and there's nothing you can't do. Episode 178, My Goals, Part 3, Going Forward in 2024. Welcome back, my Veggie Besties. You know, for the past two weeks, the last two episodes, well, we talked a little about my personal recent history of goal setting and planning, the good, the bad, the ugly. Well, my backstory, my top two goal setting tools, uh, we talked a lot about that, some little anecdotes, some things I'm proud of and some things I'm not so proud of. Well, this week... The series, well, I say it ends, but the series wraps up as we decide together what we're going to be looking to, uh, to privilege, to, to concentrate on in the year ahead. So I'm going to wrap up my series with my going forward goals and plans for 2024. You know, it's the last Tuesday in January. This podcast always drops on Tuesdays. And I very, very much, very, very much hope you listeners are going to play along at home, my Veggie Besties, helping me, well, helping me by being my accountability buddies out there. Um, I would love to be checking in with you, my listeners here at the podcast and uh, over on Instagram throughout the year. And I will share my ideas, but I would love it if you would share your ideas, your suggestions, and your encouragement, as I imagine some of you already have some great experience with the things I want to do. And when I say, when I say play along at home, I hope, I really hope that's exactly the right word, play. Because honestly, at this point in my life, I really do look at this as a game. In fact, I think it's the only way to look at it. You know, some games are kind of free form. You make up the rules and it's kind of improvisational and participatory. But other games involve a little bit of scorekeeping. Both are fun both are fun. And I think my goals for this year are going to be a combination. And yes, I said goals, plural goals. So I am, I'm playing a few games this year. And before I get specific, well, with the main item on my list, I'm going to ask you what goals, start thinking, what goals, what plans and tweaks and intentions might you set if you were you know, just going to build on the things 
that you already do really well, that you already do fairly automatically, that you already do almost every day without major efforting. You know, that's sometimes called habit stacking. Adding something or making a twist to something that you already do, something that's already a habit. And I think, I think it's the best place, really the best place to start moving in the direction of a goal, especially, especially if it's one that's been kind of tricky or elusive. You know, way too often, way too often, I ask myself, what is it I'm doing? What am I doing playing games of adding in two minutes of walking or flossing one tooth or writing one sentence? You know, I'm a grown woman. Do I want to do this or not? If I want to do it, shouldn't I just do it? I should. I should just do it, right? I should just get it done. But, but I really do not think it is well, I don't think it's ever actually a question of whether I'm a grown up or whether I'm serious or whether I want to do what I say I want to do. I don't think it's a question of discipline. And if you've been stuck or stalled or dropping the ball or whatever euphemism slash metaphor you use to describe it when you're not doing the thing you say you want to, I don't think it's ever actually evidence that You are undisciplined or weak or broken. Because, you know, I talk to a lot of you. I talk to a lot of you, my bed your besties, the people who listen to this pod. And you're not a weak or broken or undisciplined bunch, are you? You're not. Even though a lot of you have been hanging on to ideas and goals and dreams for a while that you haven't quite, that you haven't quite made the progress on that you want to. It's mostly... Because, well, you probably don't have a system. And systems have been my focus for the past few months. But the systems I usually need, and maybe you need to get some momentum are, um, the systems involve mostly just always knowing what it is you want to do. Because plans and ideas and goals are just words. They're just ideas until you've got a system. And the systems I usually read about, maybe you read about are things like knowing exactly what you're going to do and assigning it a time on your calendar and, you know, rolling on the floor, LOL kids, (laughs) how knowing exactly what you're going to do and assigning it a time on your calendar, how often Will that work for me, do you think? We'll let you out of it. How many times will I look at my calendar in the morning and see, oh, yes, I'm walking between 7 and 8 a.m. Between 8 a.m. and 9, water, vitamins, push-up, and weighted squats, maybe arm weights on the opposite day, 9 to 10, 15, writing. Okay, I'm going to stop myself right there because it's hilarious. That's just 7 a.m. to 10, 15, And that's going to happen that way, maybe, maybe three times, maybe. I would love to say that I can do that. I would love to. And it seems, 
you know, it seems that it should be possible for an adult, but it's never going to happen like that for me. Oh, and by the way, I know that because I've actually tried it for years and years, and I have never been able to stay with anything like that. And I know it's partially because I have a brain that's not that, not wired that way. I know partially it's also because I've always been um, someone who worked from home. And the silent to-do list of a home and laundry and broken things has always been floating around me. And I've always found that difficult. But it's never going to happen that I look at my calendar and I follow exactly what it says there. So as we talked about for the last week or two, what worked and didn't work in my goal setting backstory for any goal I need to have a variety of actions, a variety of time frames. Uh, John Acuff calls it having the um, Swiss army knife of actions in your pocket. You have the 30 second action and you have the one you have 30 minutes action Uh, You have the setting that when you are in a car waiting for somebody or you're in the dentist office and they've brought in an emergency in front of you, so you're going to have to be patient. You need to have that Swiss army knife of actions, all the different settings. So that has been, in general, what's worked for me. And the main point behind it is that every day, no zero progress. No zero days. Every day, something more than zero moving me in the right direction. So in my system, non-zero to me means I consciously actually see and acknowledge that there is that goal that has been important to me that I want to reach. And I take some sort of physical or mental action that is more than nothing more than zero. Now, I know that doesn't sound like a lot's going to happen, right? So if I imagine if I want to get outside and get morning light in my eyes and face every day, that's something um, more and more of the doctors I've been listening to say, we really need to set our clocks through the sunlight in our eyes. It's super important to get out there every day and get some light in our eyes. Well, for that, I just need shoes and socks, and maybe a coat, some kind of acceptable clothing, right where I can find it immediately in the morning. Not make decisions about it that I can just go, oh, feet on the floor, socks, shoes, clothing. Now I'm acceptably clothed and shod, and I can be outdoors. And if I'm outdoors even for 60 seconds... I win the game that day. I win. I win the game for that habit for the day. I win. Would it be better if I were dressed and my hair was brushed and I had sunscreen on and I looked quite presentable? Yes, sure. That would probably be better. But last year, that was a new goal for me to get outside pretty much regardless of the weather. And other than that, no rules. Really no rules other than just getting out there. 
And every time I did it, it got easier. It did. It got way easier. And I slowly started to add a couple of new habits, uh, what I call elements of difficulty, uh, any chance of an actual sunrise. How about you go see it? How about you walk somewhere where you can see the sunrise? Another extra point would be if I would walk for five minutes once I was out there getting that sun in my face. But the only rule in my system was to get outdoors, to get outdoors. Now, this was built, as you may remember, with my success, and I say it with a smile, my success with push-ups. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not great at push-ups, but I do them. Twice a day, I do one push-up. And yes, I can do more if I want to while I'm down there, but as long as I do one, I win. Now, in the beginning, I could actually not do a push-up. I just couldn't. So it started with a plank or controlled descent down to the floor, even if I couldn't push myself back up, or with um, doing the push-up from my knees. But even just attempting one push-up twice a day has ended up with me able to do push-ups now. A few of them in a row sometimes with pretty good form. Huge, huge win for me. Because basically, no matter what happens in my day, short of, short of hospitalization, I can be pretty sure that I can attempt one push-up twice a day. But the push-up grew so that I was able to stack another habit on it didn't take a lot of time. It was a pretty easy habit. So now I could add each time either a weighted squat, holding something somewhat heavy. Uh, A weight is great, but if it's not a a chair or a stool or an appliance from the kitchen, a weighted squat or an arm weight workout. I added those every day onto that habit. Sometimes it's only a couple of squats and a couple of bicep curls. If I do it, it's a win. Now, the morning outdoors allowed me to stack on a short walk since I was out there anyway, and that turned out to be close to 5,000 steps almost every morning, often over 10,000 steps. Even when it's only one or 2,000 steps first thing in the morning, it's so much easier to get my total daily steps over 10,000 for the day just with having knocked out a few thousand in the morning. Now, last year, I wanted my daily average to end at the end of 2023. I wanted my daily average to end at over 10,000 steps a day. And my phone was able to verify that I did it up from about 5,000 per day on average in 2022. Now, even in 2022, sometimes I did get a lot of walking in, but sometimes I didn't do anything. I sit a lot for my work. So in 2023, I wanted to really commit to moving more intentionally every day. And paying close attention to my phone made that a very easy habit to verify. 
Now, this last fall, my steps were up routinely to over 12,000 per day and frequently over 16,000 or even over 20,000 now and again because I would slowly add things like setting up my podcasts and audible books and training videos so that they were super easy to switch on and listen to while I was walking. I set it up so I no longer really have to think about how to do it, how to set it up. I don't have to decide what would be a good thing to listen to now. It's all queued up. It's all ready to go when I am on my feet. And I almost never listen to any of these things while sitting anymore. Sitting is for writing or coaching or recording the podcast or maybe doing paperwork or emails. I have things I have to sit for. But I stacked all these sorts of positive learning and studying and listening goals to my increase movement goal. It sounds easy. It was not hard, but I needed to have different parts of it in place before I could add. And now, of course, it's not always possible to do things exactly the way you want to. Sometimes there's weather or family or illness or travel, but I can almost always take a short walk somewhere. There are no zero days. I could go up and down the stairs. I could even walk, run in place sometimes, like the last time I was semi-stuck here in the house waiting for a repairman. Those steps, they still show up in my phone, and I call it a win. This January, I have been noticing how much walking I was doing, and it's really, really a lot. And I didn't think, well, there's really no point in going further and further, right? How much more should I I do? And yes, running would be more efficient, but I... I worry about getting injured running. So if you know me, you know that I have started this year to wear a weighted vest, a 12-pound vest for my morning walk, also for as long as I can stand it in the morning. I can't really I can't really say that I enjoy it after the first walk, but it is a little extra work for my bones. It's a little extra intensity for my workout, and it's a little extra strength training. And I do my squats with it on now, and I do my morning push-ups. <laughs> that look, that's, that's not pretty right at the moment. I do my morning push-ups with the 12 pounds on my back, and I can hardly do any push-ups with it right now when I'm wearing the vest. But it's a win. And they've all been stacked. All of this was stacked on top of the habit that had been established that I get up in the morning, I put on shoes, and I go outside. Now, if I had woken up in January and never, never had created the morning walking habit, if I had never created the going outside and putting my face up towards the sun habit, if I had to find my shoes and coat and weighted vest and walk 10,000 steps and listen to all my books on business and art and history and language and veganism, that would have been a lot to try to put together in one afternoon or in one week. But as it is, I have been successfully stacking these habits on that first one. Go outside, 
first thing in the morning with shoes on for a few minutes. My minimum for language learning, we've talked about uh, recently, um, that's Duolingo. And you can say anything you want, language teachers, about Duolingo, but it has meant that there are never any zero days of language learning for me. Never. I can almost always do those few minutes when I wake up in the night because I, I tend to wake up around three in the morning right now. It changes when, when that is. But I drink some water, I grab my phone, and I do two or three language lessons. And of course, if I forget or if I sleep through the night without any kind of, uh, without any kind of waking, Duolingo app reminds me throughout the day, hey, knock out another lesson, Michelle. And so far, for over 555 consecutive days, I have never missed a day. No zero days. Maybe on a day here and there, I didn't do every single language, but I'm always doing some language. No zero days. For years, for years and years, my language study was so complicated. It was so all or nothing. It was rigorous or zero. Highly thought through, excellent materials, reading, watching, doing. Anyway, the compounding of daily attention with no zero days has completely convinced me that what I do want is to have an array of small things that that uh, Swiss Army knife that John Acuff talks about, that Swiss Army knife of different um, actions that I can take no matter what the day brings me. And I can do it every day. I can't tell you how long I have spent not believing this. I can't tell you how many years I have just said, oh, I know. Okay, that probably works for something like, I don't know, something for somebody else for something unimportant, right? I never believed that baby steps were really what I needed, at least not for the long run. But this past year, my coach, Tracy Hoth, was working with me on systems for my business, um, the, mostly the digital systems. And among the many things she teaches is the rule of one. One place you go with or for all your digital files. Now, I have spent the past few years trying a million different apps and systems and filing ideas. And, you know, you can try whatever you want. I can still try whatever I want. But I decided from now on, everything goes to Google Drive. Everything. Everything goes to Google Drive. And after some practice, making sure that everything new that comes in to my life goes into Google Drive, Tracy recommended that I clean up my desktop with just two categories to start. Personal and business. Just those two. <laughs> I mean, this was the habit stacking. Everything goes into one digital arena, in my case, Google Drive. And then we stacked on top of that. The habit stack was, well, now let's separate everything personal and business as it comes in. This is how this area of my life started getting progressively neater and easier to use. Things were 
so much quicker to search or research. These are very, very small steps that I was building on top of the previous decision. Now, if I had uh, hired someone like Tracy to set up all my files and make me a beautiful list and guide me to all the best practices and to recategorize and rename all my files for the past decade, that would have been gorgeous for about a week, but I would never have been able to keep it up. Never. But instead, the past six months, I've slowly been making habits of how I handle all incoming new information and building the habits of where those things go, where I look for them, and the compounding of those small decisions has been huge. It's really been huge for me. And I know it does not sound sexy. I know it does not sound cool. It sounds really slow, but for me, it works. It has been working. And if you have, if you have some resistance about it, I would like you to just, just, just maybe let it percolate a little bit in the back of your brain. Because what if you could just feel like you were winning What if you felt like you were really winning, taking a few small actions every day, no zero days? Now, this year in our family, uh, all three of our children are expecting new babies with their spouses this year. And my primary goal for this year is to be the best mom and uh, babcha, that's Polish for grandmother, the best mom and mother-in-law and babcha and wife that I can be while still, while still building the, the best coaching practice and being the best vegan advocate and podcaster and human that I can possibly be. So part of feeling like I can have a positive outlook for this year means I need to take good care of my health and strength. So, well, primarily so I can carry those grandchildren. And it means that I need to have good business systems and communication so that everyone knows what they can expect from me. And that begins with me actually knowing myself where I am, with me actually knowing myself what I need to do today. That's not always been my strong suit. But for the past two years, I've really been concentrating on small habits, stacking new habits on the old ones, and thinking no zero days. More and more, I do know the most important things now. I I know what they are each day. Now, the big new habit for 2024, it's the elephant in the room for me for years now. It's writing my book. And last week I told you that I realized some of my book's goals, well, some of them had turned out to be full of should. They were goals I thought I should have, subject I thought I should handle, and a plan I thought I should be doing. Well, I think, I think I've dealt with that part of it. And the new habit, the, the no zero habit is every day I open up the document where my book is every day and I write for six minutes once a day 
I write for six minutes. Of course, I can write longer anytime I want, but there are no zero days. And this is a new habit that I want to be sharing with you guys on, um, on Veg Your Best for the entire year. Because if it's a win, if it's a win if I open up my document for um, six minutes and work on it, that's a win for me. And I hope you'll cheer me on. I really do. I'm going to need it. Because who's with me? I bet there's something you need a win on. I have had a lot of resistance and trouble with this particular goal over the past couple of years. So I am going to post uh, my statistics regularly. I'm trying to figure out what would be the simplest, most clean way of doing that. And I would love it, my Veg Bestie, if you would cheer me on. And I would love to cheer you on. And I would love our Veg Best community to cheer you on. Whether you are moving in a vegan direction or upping your plant-based cooking or nutrition. Maybe you're starting more advocacy or starting a new business. Whatever it is, what's the smallest habit that you're ready to set up? What's the smallest habit so small that you know, you know you can make it happen with no zero days? No zero days. A habit so small for the next well, let's think 90 days, but it'll be for the year. But for the next 90 days, before you stack much onto it, what's a habit that even if you were heading to bed exhausted, you could really just pop out of bed for a second or two and get something done? One sentence, one push-up, one email or text or a card to a loved one you keep forgetting to send love to. Maybe one new vegan recipe you could uh, email to yourself for the morning that you're going to buy the ingredients for. Maybe pop downstairs and just grab a raw veggie or a piece of fruit or some fermented food so that you are increasing your whole foods every day. Maybe one of Michael Greger's uh, superfoods that you could have ready in your refrigerator to increase the quality of your nutrition. Maybe you would, um, even at the last second, you could always declutter one item from your bedside table or from your bathroom drawer. Maybe you could just pick up that book off the nightstand and read one page or half of a page, but it wouldn't be zero. I know it doesn't sound like much. It doesn't sound like enough, but I think if we did it together for a whole year, I promise you no zero days has made such a huge difference in my strength, in my fitness, in my organization, in my reading, my coaching. And because of all that in my day-to-day mood, because I know I'm always making some progress and I'd like that for you too. So let me know. Let me know what you're ready to do. And I'm going to figure out where I regularly post my goals. Feel free to make a suggestion about what that, what that would look like. Um, I want to post those goals so that you can see them and play with me on this. And let's, let's really play. Let's make it a game. It's the last episode in January. So 
maybe if you've lost a little momentum on some of the ideas you went into 2024 with, well, especially if you've lost a little momentum on some of the ideas you went into 2024 with, it's perfect. This is the best, best time to give yourself a new little habit or stack something small onto a habit you already have. Now, if you want to strategize with me, you could just DM me on Instagram. You can email me or book yourself into my calendar. Honestly, we can do this together. We can. We can. Okay, my veggie bestie, let me know. But in the meantime, veg your best. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best.